Peace and grace, and welcome back to One on One with the Canon podcast show brought to you by WCANmedia.com, which is right for today and ready for tomorrow. With me in the podcast studio is Pat Schultz, and she is the owner, CEO of Ready for Takeoff, and we will have a casual conversation believe it or not, about career advancements. All this and much more right here on One on One with the Canon podcast show coming up right after this. Greetings, I'm Samuel Hampton II, producer at WCAN-TV. WCAN-TV is currently looking for quality programming for 30 to 60 minutes. If you have a message that you would like to share to the world, please contact me at 440-836-4591 or at tvwcan at yahoo.com. Thank you. Hello. My name is Shelly Mathis, and I am CEO and founder of Shelly Mathis Counseling Services. We specialize in mental health, trauma, and also substance abuse with an expertise in depression and anxiety for individuals, groups, couples, marriage and families, and also child and adolescents. If you're in need of assistance, give us a call at 330-577-8548. Thank you. Hi, I'm Joseph with Power to Become, an executive director with the John Maxwell team, bringing transformational training around the globe, making a difference when it makes a difference. We want to connect with you. Go to power2become.org.com and connect with us now. Welcome back to One on One with the Cat. And Pat, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm so happy to be here. I'm glad you came and accepted the uh, assignment. I want to ask you a few things. Number one, what is a success coach? Well, there are a lot of coaches out there. We call ourselves different things, but I'm going to explain to you what I do as a success coach. I help individuals reach their goals, and sometimes those goals are straightforward business goals, or they might be a dream that that person has, a vision for their future. Okay, and so you have a very unique title, Ready for Takeoff. Why those four words? I rebranded my company, Ready for Takeoff, because that's what I do. I get people ready to take off and make their dreams come true. Okay, now let's talk about some of the, should we say, denominators of making the dream come true. How do you do it? I've developed a four-step system that I walk all of my clients through, and we start out with deciding on their goal, to get really clear on what their goal is. A lot of people don't have a clear goal. And then as soon as we decide on a goal, our mind starts thinking of all these reasons why we're not going to be able to do what we want to do. And those are limiting beliefs that can hold us back from achieving what we want to achieve in our lives. So I address those limiting beliefs coming up with the opposite. And I teach my clients a scripting technique that is sort of a story of the way you want your life to be. And you play that over and over again to yourself so that you start believing it and you start behaving and doing the things that the person you want to become actually does. Okay, now you said something very interesting, script. You might want to explain to the audience What is a script storyboard? I would love to tell you that. You may have heard of the concept of self-talk. We're talking to ourselves 
all the time. And we're usually telling ourselves negative things. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I was so stupid. I'm not very good in math. I won't ever be successful. How come I can't earn more money? That's self-talk. Those That's a script that we're playing over and over in our mind. And many of us do that for decades, our entire life. And so what I teach my clients is create your own self-talk. Create the things that you want to tell yourself that will make you successful. So if you want to make $100,000, you tell yourself, I am so happy and so grateful now that I earn $100,000. So what you're saying real quick, not to cut you off here, that the person or a person has the ability to create who they want to be internally. Oh, you are absolutely correct. And people don't realize they have that ability. They they own that power. Because uh, I heard a proverb a while back says, as a man thinketh, so is he. That is absolutely true. What we think about is what we become. It's what we create in our life. And it's what we think about most of the day, most of the time. So what you're doing then is one of your phases or steps is talking to an individual, condition them to be what they want to be through, I think, a mental, should we say, processing thing? You hit the nail right on the head. You are what you think. If you think negative, you'll be negative. If you think positive, you'll be positive. Am I on the right track here? You are on the right track. And one of the things that I want your listeners to understand is that you need to be thinking what you want most of the day. So what happens is someone might get up in the morning and they do a meditation or they write in a journal and they're in a positive frame of mind. Then they leave the house and someone cuts them off on the highway, or they go to the store and the very thing they want, they're out of stock, or they go to work and their co-worker is annoying them and not pulling his or her own weight. And before you know it, they spend the whole day being annoyed and frustrated, and then they come home and they complain to their spouse, they sit around the dinner table, and everybody's complaining about all the negative stuff that happened to them. Well, the majority of that day has been spent in negative thinking, and that one hour or 45 minutes at the beginning of the day where you were focusing on being positive is too small because the majority of your day was spent in negative thinking. So negative thinking will, should we say, hinder productivity. It does. It keeps us from doing what we really know we should and what we want to do. Okay, let's put this into action. How did you get started in this field? Did you have to think about it first, lay down the plan, architecturally speaking? How did it happen? How did I become a coach? That's it. I actually went through a year-long coaching program myself, and it was such an eye-opening, life-changing experience. I really wanted to share this process with other people. I never knew these kinds of things were possible, and I was intrigued by the uh, steps that you could follow, how easy you could make it to reach your goals. And so I studied, I was certified, and I started promoting this information to business people. So you just didn't sit on your hands and just think about it. You put it into action, right? Absolutely. And in fact, I try very hard to practice what I teach my clients. In other words, I want to walk the talk. You want to walk the talk. Okay, so let me ask a question. What have been some of your highlights in your career? Positive things. 
that happened to me individually. Just as a, as an individual or with a group, just some of the highlights are good things. Well, I have clients who have worked with me, one client in particular, in less than 30 days. It was actually 28 days. She had the best month in sales that she had had in three years. Now, how did she accomplish this? This is fascinating. You, There are a lot of salespeople who go through the best sales training that money can buy, and then they don't pick up the phone. Why don't they pick up the phone? Well, what if they say no? Or maybe that person's out of my league. They might think I'm foolish. I might sound like I don't know what I'm doing. That's all in their mind. And this fear of failure, this fear of rejection paralyzes so many people. And so even though they have the talent or they have the training, they don't apply it because they're afraid they're going to fail. That's a bad thing, then, isn't it? Fear paralyzes so many dreams. People don't even start because they just, they're afraid that they will fail. Let's back up. She had a a lot of sales, correct? In that one month, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's bring that back to you, one-on-one with you. How did that make you feel knowing that you were the point of origin that got her in that position that she is? There's nothing better than that. It's like watching your own kid graduate from school. You're so proud of that individual and so happy for them. Is she still in business right now, if I may ask? She absolutely is. She's doing better than ever. She actually struck out on her own, and she's doing very well. And that business is in the Cleveland area? It is. Well, you can give a shout-out to the business. This is free advertising, so what's the name (laughs) of that business? (laughs) It's Straight Wealth Management. In fact, she's been featured on your show previously. I knew you was talking about her. Yes, Rosie George. So you coached Rosie? Yes, she is a client of mine. We still work together. And she is an inspiration. That is great right there. It's a small world, isn't it? Yes, it is. She was, ladies and gentlemen. You know, a matter of fact, uh, her promo is still up on the website. I didn't know it was such a close association with you and her. She is fearless when it comes to calling people on the phone. Okay, let's give another example of one of your uh, highlights in your career. Well, I'll use a personal example. One of my dreams, one of my goals was to be a transformational speaker. Now, these are some big words out here. You need to break that denominator down because for those who are not hooked on phonics might not understand. I wanted to be a speaker who would so motivate people that they would take action and literally transform who they are, transform what they do with their life. I wanted to be that agent of change for them. So you want to be a helper. I am a helper. You like to see people. It's my ninja skill. That's your ninja skill right there, isn't it? <laughs> to be a helper. All right, so, and plus you get gratification out of it, I too. sure do. It's it's very rewarding. Okay, so I'm going to reverse just a little bit again. What inspire you to do what you're doing presently now? As a coach? Yep, where you are, your whole field. I want to help as many people make their dreams come true as possible. And it started when I discovered that my mom had never made her dream come true. And I discovered that after she had passed away. And I felt this loss, not just for my mom, but for her dream. And I didn't want that to happen to me. And so that was the motivation that gave you that, shall we say, inertia to go forward. Absolutely. 
Wow. I want to model for my son what is possible. Okay, so what does your son do, if I may ask? My son is uh, studying at a graduate school in Phoenix, Arizona, and he wants to create his own business. And he has a vision for what he wants to do. And I'm so happy to support him in his dreams. I like to tell our listening audience uh, that if you have a vision, you just can't sit on it. You have to act upon it. Okay, so when you walked in and seen the facilities here at WCAN-TV, I watched your expression. Wow. Okay, so that's imagery. Imagery got to you. But the thing is, is that when I got the vision, Pat, I didn't have to go through a uh, write-down period, think it out. I knew exactly what I wanted to do. The course was set out before me. I seen it. And I just acted upon it and put it into action. See that? So there's people that the old proverb says, there's people who dreams about what they want to do, and there's people who wake up and just do it. And you don't have to know exactly how you're going to make it happen. You just begin. And that's where the fear of failure stops so many people. Well, what if I do something and it doesn't work? Well, what if you do it and it does work? And if it doesn't work, you just try something else. We need to minimize the stigma of the fear of failure. Nobody can escape failure. You fail to success. Keep trying things. If they don't work, you try something else and you keep going. And you learn as you go along how you're going to make your you vision know, Pat, become a reality. There's a plus out of this. And I'm going to say this. Let's say that you try to do this and then it's your time to, to depart good old earth. At least you won't say this. What if I would have? But you did it. See that? See that? You could never say that on your deathbed, can't you? Because you tried. And that's what I want for me. I don't want to get to the end and say, oh, gosh, I wish that I had done this. I want to do it, at least try to do it. Okay, so how many clients do you have, if I may ask, if that's not personal? Uh, I have about uh, 25 clients. So you are meeting with these people individually or as a group? How how do you do this? Both ways. Some clients are private clients. They want to work one-on-one. And uh, my main model, though, is small group coaching, because when you're in a small group, you help one another, you learn from one another, there's a dynamic going on, and a certain amount of accountability. Okay, so, one more thing. Your clientele right now, do you have some that is actually in business or those who are actually want to start a business? So you have a combination of both or what? A combination of both. So, for example, I had a client who was a uh, Uh, a man in his 50s who had been let go from a very high-level executive job, and he wanted to start his own business. And he struggled for over a year because he felt that he should create a certain kind of business, when in reality his heart just wasn't in it. And after we started working together, he went into a totally different direction, and within nine months he started getting real clients. Within nine months? Nine months. M- may I ask what type of business it was? It was actually a digital marketing company. And that entails what? He actually uh, would help radio stations uh, sell in the micro markets. Oh, to- How's that going with him? Pretty good? It's going very well for him. See, there's another satisfaction underneath your belt, isn't it? That's wonderful. See, it makes you feel very good. You know, sometimes it's just Plain old good just to give instead of receiving all the time, isn't it? That's the way I believe That's you I believe are really too. successful. Yeah. You, I mean, By uh, how much you can give other people. That's it. If you are part of that structure, then you say, wow, you know, we did this together. 
even though you're not doing the product or presenting the product, but you was part of the product. You know, that goes back to my mom. At my mom's funeral, there were so many people I didn't know. And I went up to one gentleman and I thanked him for coming. And he said, there is no way I could not have come to your mother's funeral. She did so much in my department. She really created my job, my employment came as a result of what she did. And I had never known, I, I didn't know this about my mom. And I thought, you know, when people are standing around at my funeral, I want them to be able to say, you know, Pat helped me do ABC. She helped me change my life. She helped me do something that I've always wanted to do. I want people to think that when, when I leave this earth. So I want to feel I made an impact. You have a legacy behind you. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, historically speaking, everyone has made some type of impact in the world that they live in. And when they pass on, they remember, don't they? People do remember. Now, what I want to ask you this. Since the pandemic, okay, uh, do you have personal meetings or do you do the digital meetings or a combination of both? I have always done my coaching virtually. That works well for people because it doesn't matter where they are. They don't have to drive anywhere. And it's very easy for them to log on to a virtual meeting. So I've always done virtual meetings. So my business continued through the pandemic. And so you have, okay, there's a, uh, multiple people in this meeting, correct? So you address everyone individually? Yes, everybody's on. We can see everybody. Okay, so you kind of cross-laddering information back and forth. Everyone is, is participating, correct? Everybody participates. In fact, we start off each session with the win for the week. We always want to start out with a win. What's the win? And everybody goes around the room and they say what their win for the week is. So what they accomplished for that week. Exactly. And so actually you're stimulating one another. You are absolutely correct. That's pretty good there. So now, uh, do you have people during that session that has, well, Pat, you know, I'm running into this. Do you have people like that? Yes, I do. I use a curriculum, so I give them something to study, an exercise to work on, and we discuss that and where they might be struggling, where they're succeeding. And as a group, we walk through it, but I walk them through it, and other people can give their sort of their interpretation. Uh, you know, um, this field or business that you're in, it's very competitive. What makes you and your business ready for takeoff different from any other business? There are a lot of coaches out there. I think it's like the most popular <laughs> new business to go into. And I'll tell you some of the things that make me different from other people. For one thing, for my high ticket coaching, I offer a guarantee on their return on investment. I can't guarantee their results, but I can guarantee that I will work with them until they make back double what they invested in me. I also make myself available 24-7 to my clients. I encourage them to call me, text me, email, even on the weekends, if they are struggling, because I don't want them to struggle all week. Remember, that's that negativity. I don't want them to be in a struggle or negative uh, uh, mentality until the weekly coaching session. I want them to reach out. So, like, example, what happens? One week, everything's going great. The next session, this happens. So, how do you correct that? That is the situation that happens most frequently. It's easy to be positive when everything's going exactly the way you want it. How do you maintain that positive attitude when things aren't going 
the way you want them to. And that is when I want people to call me. I don't want them to get into that downward spiral because the longer they're in that negative mode, the less likely they are to achieve what they want to achieve. And so if they call me, I help them work through that. For example, why does that bother you? Why does it bother you that someone rejected you? Why does it bother you that you think you failed? Why is that so negative for you? And we go deep into what's causing that feeling. And is that feeling or that belief really true for you anymore? Well, let me ask this question. One minute you're at this high height, okay? And then the next minute you're down. Next minute you're up. Next minute you're down. The old roller coaster effect. You got a flat line somewhere, right? You do. And that takes practice. Okay, that's what I'm getting at. No matter what's what? going on okay. around you, you need to remain positive. They can't stay down. Okay, so the thing is, if you are at a, are at a stable position, you're flat line, then you go down. Why does that happen when you were stabilized at a high height at one time? I don't understand that. We're conditioned to react to our environment. This is the way we've been brought up. So we look at the low balance in our checking account. We immediately start worrying, oh my gosh, I don't have enough money to pay my bills. My business isn't doing well. I don't have any money. I'm broke. We've been conditioned to think that. But one part, uh, one moment in time, you was way up there, right? And then you come down. That's what I'm saying. That's instability, isn't it? What you need to do is maintain that decrease in your checking account is only temporary. Okay. That you are still successful, your business is doing fine, you have a temporary cash flow situation, but you still have that money. It just hasn't shown up in your checking account yet. Okay. And you really have to focus on that. Now, are these pe your people, your clientele, is there a time frame here? Are they with you forever? They can be with me forever. Most people will go through what we might call a curriculum or a program where uh, they want to work for six months, they want to work for three months, they want to work for a year. What I found, though, is that after people go through a determined period of time and they're doing really well, they don't want to go back to the way it was. And so they say, is there some kind of maintenance program? It's almost like when you lose weight, you're so excited that you lost weight, but you don't want to go back to all your your bad eating habits. So there's a, a way to have a maintenance program where we touch base and make sure that everything is still going the way you want it. So you do have a maintenance program. Yes. So they're uh, like internally connected to you. If they would like to. You know, okay. people are so funny. They say, you know, oh, I did a coaching program once. Well, you know, once. I mean, do you brush your teeth every day? Do you eat every day? Mm -hmm. Coaching is not just for people who are not doing well. Coaching is for people who are doing well and want to maintain that success or be even more successful. Okay, we're coming to the end of the program. What advice can you give to our listening audience about their career advancements? If you are not where you want to be in your career or your business, I encourage you to sit down and dream. If my life, if my job, if my business could be exactly the way I want it, what would it look like? And really get in touch with that. Many people can't get in touch with it because they immediately dismiss it. So fantasize a little bit, daydream like when you were a kid, what do I want to be when I grow up? And write it down in great detail. 
Okay, well, you heard it right there, my friends. And now, if those in the greater Cleveland area would like to get a hold of you, can you give them some type of contact information? My website is www.imreadyfortakeoff.com. So I'll spell that. It's all together, but I'm, I am ready, R-E-A-D-Y, four is the number four, and then takeoff, T-A-K-E, O-F-F. I'm ready for takeoff.com. Well, what I'm going to do for you, Pat, is bring you back occasionally and give some updates on your business and how it is going. What well, I said, my friends, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please direct all correspondence to canonpodcast at yahoo.com. And always remember, the best revenge is massive success. Come to all of one. Take care.